Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. Uh, we've got a very episode of Challengers Unplugged where we're joined by none other than Tiffany Mitchell. Tiffany, thank Yay. you so much for joining us. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, no, thank we're you. so excited. Yeah, we're stoked. <laughs> um, I know I didn't tell you too much, but like we watched your season of Big Brother last and you were by far our favorite player. Obviously, oh, yeah. America and everybody else agreed with us on that. So, Aww. thanks, America. Thanks, guys. <laughs> of course, we might have voted once or twice. Hey, voting matters. OK, it does. It really 100%. does. Mm-hmm. Um, so my name's Ricky Hayes. We've been going back and forth for a while now on Instagram. Um, yeah. And then this is my wife, Karina. And, you know, obviously we want to thank you so much for jumping in. Tiff, we usually when we start off, we start off with people's life before reality TV. And I tried to do some research okay. on you and I found out, and now correct me if I'm wrong, you're originally from Detroit. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, Metro Detroit. Yeah. Suburb outside of Detroit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now I know um, my stepdad was actually from the Detroit area. He was in Farmingtonville, I think. Yeah. Farmington Hills. Yeah. Yeah. Farmington Hills. That's it. So all of those that would be like when unless you're in Michigan, when you travel outside of Michigan and you meet someone, you tell them like, yeah, I'm from Detroit. So that's like our metro Detroit area. It's like Detroit's here. Detroit's big. But then you've got like a lot of little surrounding cities outside of it. So, yeah, Farmington Hills is one. Okay, yeah. So kind of like equivalent to to like L.A. People just say I'm from L.A. when they're really from like Chino Hills or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, look, we're vibing on the same page already. <laughs> um, Tiffany, w- what I want to know is, you know, obviously you were a phlebotomist before coming on Big Brother. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What made you decide? Yeah, you- with my. Go ahead. I was just going to say with my own business, but yes. So you opened your own phlebotomy business. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Now, is that something you still got going on now or? Yeah, that's how I make my money. Big Brother's not still paying me. Right. <laughs> well, I, I would assume not, but that's that's awesome. So how long have you had that business for? So I have been in healthcare for 20 years. Um, I had built some I built some great relationships with doctors and patients throughout um, my career. And 10 years ago, I decided, like, I need to make some more money. And these people really like me. Let's see how much <laughs> Let's see if they'll pay me outside of going through a whole big corporation. And it's just trickling down to me getting dollars. So I did that. And it really worked like people really did like me enough to pay me. And so um, I had just, I was, had no idea about business really besides what I'd learned in school, but it's nothing like actually building a business. No. And you just don't know what you don't know until you start. And I'll tell you, had I known all the things I didn't know, I probably wouldn't have done it, but I'm glad I did. It was one of the best decisions I ever made. I would have never been in the position to be able to go on Big Brother. I'd never have been in the position to live the lifestyle I live now if I had not taken a chance on myself and started my business. And I left my job. I was fully independent, um, hiring people with staff. And so that just allowed me and I really had to get it to a point of um, like a fine, a, a, a bicycle. I had to get it rolling like a bike. Um, when the time came for big brother, when big brother called me and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to leave. I knew then I had to, my business had to be in the phase that it could run without me. It could still use people, but I didn't have to be the one calling all the shops, pushing all the buttons. And that's when I knew I had done a good, a good thing. (laughs) I was like, you did a good job Tiff, because I was able to hand it over to someone, but I was a fan of big brother 
kind of like how you said you um, walk, walked in on the challenge with your wife. I walked into some friends. I walked into their house. And they were like, hey, you got to be quiet. I'm like, yeah, I didn't come over here to be quiet. I'm over here to kick it. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what am I being quiet for? Right. Man, like Big Brother is on. And I was like, oh, what is that? Started watching it. Totally fell in love with it. Became a fan. Was trying to spent that whole time raising my son for me to leave him for 90 days. I was like, yeah, kid, I know you're five, but in, in some years, I'm going to be leaving you. As soon as you get ready, I'm gone for 90 days. Hope it's not jail. Hope it is big brother, but 90 days, that's it. I'm 90 gone. days and I'll be back. Can you cook oh yet? <laughs> Hold it down for 90 days. Listen, that was the main thing. I'm telling you, cooking was in my edit, in my my intro, uh, because that was like the most important thing. I'm like, you got to know how to cook. Yep. Yeah, you yeah. got to make sure you have those meals. I make sure you feed yourself. Yep. So, so I have a question. Has healthcare always been kind of like a passion of yours? That is what is interesting. Yes. I remember my uncle asked having my, me and my cousins grab the encyclopedia. That's how old I am. We had to get the encyclopedia and write down what we wanted to be. And I wanted to be a doctor. And I don't know, like being a doctor had way more pages in the encyclopedia than whatever the hell my cousin wanted to do because <laughs> he was like, choo, 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 and he was done. I was like, damn, I was still writing for so long that in the end I decided, forget fuck that doctor stuff. I don't want to do it. Oh yeah. But I should have, I really should have because I ended up going into healthcare anyway. I've always liked helping people. Um, that's, I don't know. That's just been a thing. I love helping people. I, I feel really good about it. And, uh, healthcare has been my calling. I, I really should have been a doctor. Claire told me, Claire Rafis from my season was like, Tiff, you can go and you can go and beat my mom's a PA. You should do it. I was like, yeah, girl. All <laughs> <laughs> that school again. All that school. Yeah. All that debt. Yeah. All yeah, no, that debt. That's the real one right there. <laughs> the yeah. debt is, uh, I couldn't imagine. Well, yeah, no, like my stepmom, she was going to school the whole time I was growing up. Like I watched her take the steps from like CNA to LVN and all the way up. And now she's an RN. I was like, are you going to go for your doctoral? And she's like, no, I already do all the work anyways. I was like, that's true. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's true. Yeah. But I give it to you because healthcare is no joke. Like everybody thinks it's what they see on ER. And typically that's not what you're dealing with on a day to day yeah. basis. It's really just dealing with people in general and kind of being a, yeah. a, a therapist is what I would say. You mm. know what I mean? And have, you know, managing people's expectations and uh, their emotions. And when you're dealing with someone's health, you, you don't get to not want to do your job that day. You know, you have to, if you don't want to do the job, then don't do the job. But when people need you, um, you need to be present for their needs. And so I am always, I set everything else aside. And when I see my patients, like they are what matters to me right then. And they get 100% of my attention. Yeah. The, the way it's supposed to be, right? Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? And so I, I'm going to change the subject a little bit just because I noticed there's a certain color scheme going on behind you. <laughs> I, I take it that your favorite color is Tiffany blue. You don't say. Yeah, I just didn't make you think anything like that. I don't know. I just pulled it right out of thin air with that one. Just thought of it on my own. Of course yes. it is. Like, who doesn't love a color named after them? I'm just saying, if they had a Rick Royal Blue, wouldn't you be like, Rick Royal Blue is my color? I'd be rapping it, yeah. Yeah, I'd you would. All the time, Our whole logo would be yeah. that color. There'd be, there'd be no pink anymore. It'd just be blue the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, they got a Rick Royal Blue out there. I need that. Yeah, I'm going to need all of that. <laughs> Everything in that color. <laughs> 
So another thing I wanted to bring up is because I've noticed you bring it up quite a bit on social media is you are a Leo born mm. August 5th. Is that correct? Of course. And I keep my lions, you know, and my crowns. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am a Leo. I love being a Leo, but I, I do have to shout out my Libras because my rising is in Libra. And I think my rising being in Libra helps keep me very balanced. Mm -hmm. But my moon is also in Gemini and most of my close relationships are with Gemini. And the Gemini is what makes me crazy. It's not the Leo. <laughs> the Leo just makes me grand, you know? Exactly. Yep. So she's Leo, August 8th, my best friend's August 4th. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable dealing with Leos at the Capricorn. <laughs> it pushes me out of my... I am so sorry for you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, are you a Capricorn? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's so crazy. My son's my son's dad, my ex, he, he was a Capricorn. And that was a crazy love. And we still love each other. It's a, it'll always be a crazy love. I feel sorry for the Capricorn-Leo combination. <laughs> we, More so for the Capricorn. We've, we've got it worked out to a degree. <laughs> yeah. We have our days. We have one degree. One degree. If we shift one degree, it's going to be an earthquake. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really it. We, we better get along all the time. Otherwise, all the time. it's fire. All the time. And then we have a son that's Gemini. So I love Gemini. He's something else. He really is a true Gemini because yeah. one minute he's loving you, all oh, cuddles, all that. And then the next minute and... it's screaming and running and throwing <laughs> punches. That's right. That's right. The personality jumps out. The other one's sitting in a corner somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like when he gets older, you know, like if his girlfriend wants to see other people, she doesn't have to because he's got those two personalities right there. Dr. Jekyll. What is it? Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yep, like yep. That. That's exactly it. So. Uh, getting back into reality TV, you you end up going over to your friends. You're seeing Big Brother. Is it something that you thought right away, like, damn, I want to do this? A thousand percent. When they when my friends introduced me to the show and I was watching it and she, she goes, you could so do this. And I was like, really? And I was watching it. I was like, I could. I could so do that. Now, this is like 2012. And so I just continue to stay a fan because to me. Getting on TV seems like something so far fetched. It's like yeah. out of reach, like normal, regular people sitting at home watching television don't get on TV. Like, how do you even get on TV? Yeah. So I was it was for me, it was just like a dream, like, oh, that would be so cool. You know, um, and then 2020, I was like, yeah, that would be so cool. Fuck that. I'm about to apply. How do you do it? I got to record a video. <laughs> Damn. I want to record a video. I don't know. So I was going to go and do an in-person and then they, it was COVID. So then they stopped the in-person uh, open calls. And I was like, okay, I really do have to do a video. Well, I'm a swing hard. So I did my video. I sent it in, didn't get a call. I said, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know good shit. <laughs> they're blind. Right. You, they're, they're idiots. So they're dumb. <laughs> and then I saw it was an all-star cast. I said, they're not dumb. They just couldn't do it. This year. <laughs> they don't know I'm an all-star yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, here I go. Oh yeah, I'm glad I'm not on this season. <laughs> you well, think? <laughs> that season, like your guys' redemption for that season is got to be the best storyline of it because I'm sorry, I watched All-Stars, the original, and then seeing that one, I was just so let down. And that's why I was so Man. happy when they did the follow up with you guys. Mm -hmm. You guys really had a phenomenal season outside of just. We had fun. Yeah. Just outside of even the lines of the cookout itself. But everybody that got casted that season just played so well together. Yes. Phenomenal cast. Phenomenal cast. Every single person. Every oh, single yeah. person. Even Frenchie. Phenomenal cast. <laughs> <laughs> 
So like yeah. my thing was like, I, I know it's a good cast when I'm getting polarized where I don't like someone on big brother. And oh, for yeah. me, it was Sarah Beth and I'm sure she is a total doll in person and a sweetheart, but like on the show, I was like, I can't stand her. <laughs> you know, I genuinely feel slightly responsible and it makes me feel bad. And I just, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And so in that house and in the game, your thoughts are reality to you. And I was just like, she's scheming. She's doing this. I don't trust her. I don't know. <laughs> and it's so it's so messed up. But in real life, SB is super dope. She's super sweet. She's really cool. I was like, oh, my God, Tiffany, what the hell is wrong with you? But it's not me. It's the house. Don't blame me. Blame the house. It's some weird energy in there. You walk in those doors and when they when you hear the door close, it's like, yeah, whatever is in here, you're stuck with it. I think I am probably. No, her name is Kat Dunn. What did she say? The, the conspiring bitches like that's oh, yeah, That's probably bitches. the most <laughs> relatable line Accurate. to Big Brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just everybody feels that way. Um. I'm sorry. Give me one second. I, I've had an epiphany because of the lighting. I'm going to turn the ring light up. I'm sorry about that, Tiff. I'll have to share with you this light I have. You'll love it. The way we start is like randomly my buddy was like, hey, you want to start a podcast about the challenge? It was like, all right, yeah, let's do that. And then I was like, oh, wait, we're starting a podcast. We better go get a mic. And then you plug the <laughs> mic in and you're like, well, this is shit. We're sharing a mic. Like our first episodes were like doing this right here. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it sounds cute. Just remember that the lighting should always be in front of you. So it's odd for me because I have a window right here. So I'm always brighter on this side than I am on this side. But if I faced the window, then I'd have like full light. And I only really learned all of that because when we had to interview for, for Big Brother, they tell you like, make sure your lighting looks good and it should be in front of you, not behind you, not on the side of you but directly in front of you. So I like set everything up so that I was looking out the window. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the golden hour to come by. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, we have a window right here um, and it either washes us out completely or we don't get enough mm. light in. So it's it's all make do. You know, we just try to do what we can. They don't. People don't care. Honestly, they listen. <laughs> Look, they're not watching for this. Let's be honest. No. I mean, <laughs> ain't that. I'm glad you were the first one to hop on that. No, they're not. Well, I just meant like they're not watching for any of us. <laughs> not at all. And then they seen me look like total shit. So it's like, hey, um, what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. Look, it, I'm going to put this out there. You look phenomenal. And we've mm-hmm. dealt with a lot worse. We dealt with Anissa laying in bed sick. I'm kind of giving Anissa right now. <laughs> look. If you start yelling at me like Anissa did, we'll knock another thing off my bucket list right there. <laughs> I won't yell. <laughs> I try not to yell. I I like when people say they like my voice. I don't think it sounds good when I'm like. <laughs> uh, Speaking of yelling, I do want to say one of my favorite parts was when Big B, when Big D was like, I'm going to go confront Tiffany about how she's talking to, to Brittany <laughs> right now. Like, I was like, oh, that's I was like, oh, that's not, you don't want to do that. <laughs> this ain't going to work out. <laughs> Go sit down, baby. <laughs> this is not going to end the way you thought it did. Mm-mm. It took everything in me, everything to, I, there were so many thoughts going through my head. Like, first of all, fuck this gang. Who do you think you are? <laughs> are you really walking up on me? Who asked for you to be here? 
who do you think I am? Because you really don't know me. Y'all also better be glad I'm in this house. You better be glad them cameras watching. You better be glad I can't say and do what I want to do. I wanted to tear that shit up. Oh, yeah. I saw it on your face. Like There was a lot of holdback going on right there. I was really expecting, like, I know you're talking to him because you're not talking to me like that. <laughs> I will just start throwing stuff. And I'm not even like that. But at that point, it's like, fuck all this. Uh, like, I just remember watching that and thinking, this is not going to end well for you, Big D. Like, no. this is a bad situation for you. Bad idea. The only thing I could do was lay on the bed. All I could do was lay down. I remember laying down on my back with the headphones on. I was like, just shut up, Tiffany. Just lay here. Don't leave this room. <laughs> I couldn't leave the room. I knew if I left the room, I was asking for trouble. You know, those times where you can like, you want to say something and you hear that voice in your head going, don't say it. Mm-hmm. Don't say it. Mm-hmm. And you like, I'm saying it anyway. <laughs> it's like, cause you know, if you say it, you're like asking for trouble. Yeah. You know, it's not going to create a resolution. I knew if I left that room, I was like, if I leave, I know I'm coming to FST, FSU. I'm coming to, you know what it is. I'm coming to FSU, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, look, I know that because we'll we'll get into something and I'll be like, I could make this comment, but I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Yep. Because that's the better route right now. Yep. Sometimes it's better to just shut up. Well, I think the key example is what you do on social media. Like, she'll see something that pisses her off and she'll write out a full ass, like, paragraph reply and then she'll delete it. And then I delete it. And I'm like, and I've started picking that up. Yeah, it feels because sometimes you just have to get it out. Yeah. 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 It just doesn't need to be out in the world publicly. That's all. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. That's why I journal. I love it. Or you just screenshot it and and send it to your friends and and vent there, you know, but. Oh, yeah. I love that, too. I love that, too. Yeah. See, that's why I do voice messages now. No more screenshots. (laughs) You're going to have to screen record. You're going to have to put that effort into it. (laughs) See. (laughs) See. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about, and this was, I think, everyone's opinion was, we know there is some debate on who created the cookout. But from Mm -hmm. the edit that we saw, it was very clear that it was primarily your idea, you sitting at the chessboard, thinking about the actual cookout alliance and how you guys were going to plot your advance forward in the game, which was really amazing to watch play out. And it was impressive things I've ever seen on reality TV. Yeah, it was. Thank you. It automatically put you up there with me for like Daniel Reyes, um, you know, Dan Giesling, Derek Derek, L. Yeah. The way you planned out that game. They were all of my favorite players, too. Mm -hmm. I was going to throw Dr. Will in there, but it wasn't Dr. Willish at all. So (laughs) I'm fine with that. But he's one of my favorite players just because he's an ass. But um, that's going a different direction. I'm not. Mm -hmm. Um, My question was. Is this an idea that you kind of had in the back of your mind and you just kind of decided to voice it out? Or was it something that you came up with right there on the spot as you were sitting there thinking about the alliance? So it's kind of two questions in one. Who created the cookout? I want to say Big D definitely approached each and every one of us that first night and was like, we all got to work together. We got to stick together in here. And I think we were all like, yeah, we know. But (laughs) <laughs> yes, we we are. That sounds like a great idea. I love that. Let's let's not, I don't plan on targeting y'all. Don't target me. Let's make it an agreement. We're not going to say anything about it, but this is an unspoken agreement that we have that we will work together. And so then um, later on, 
I don't know if it was later on that night or the next day. It might have just been that night because it seems pretty quick, but also everything seems like yesterday sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, Xavier was like the cookout. And here I go. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> huh? I would say what? He goes, that's our name. I was like, whose name? <laughs> I'm doing the dishes. I'm like, what? Well, whose name? Our name. I was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Go back to the dishes. Oh, we to cook out. Okay, cool. And um, but there was there was just that we're working together. We're the cookout. We want to make sure we all get to the end. Okay, but but how, you know, but what? And I'm not saying no one was actively thinking of how to make that happen. It was just something we all knew we wanted, but it was really hard for me to go a direction without a plan. And that was with any alliance that I had. And I could see that I had relationships with Claire and Derek and, um, it, uh, and other people outside of the cookout then I was like, damn, what am I going to do? Wh- where am I going to go? Um, what's the path I take? But then in the midst of I've got this, these, this group here and this group here, there was this focus on duos. And there was this focus on Christian and Alyssa. And um, th- there was just a focus on a couple of other duos in the house where I was like, well, Claire, we could be viewed as a duo too. So my thing in life is usually just to take something that is, can be problematic, but turn it into like, make it work for me. And I'm like, well, if we get viewed as a duo, let's just highlight the duos. And then I started thinking and thinking. And then I realized like, I've got to come, I've got to figure something out, but for who? And um, when I started playing with those chess pieces, I was just like, okay, this is a great plan and it can work with any group. It doesn't have to be for the cookout. I can take this same idea and we run it by Claire and we can work our duo strategy mm-hmm. yeah. on everyone else. And so I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I was like, I'm going to sleep on it, which is also how I solve other things. I was yeah. like, let me sleep on it. Let me see how I feel when I wake up. And when I woke up, I was like, I got to choose the cookout because although I wanted to win the money and that was kind of what I told myself, like I came here to win the money. I want to win the money. Um, But I would also, for me, I've always been a person who wants to be remembered. I want to leave a legacy. I wanted to leave my footprint, my mark. And I said, I could win the money and that would be for me. But if I actually can get us to get to the end with this plan, like I may just make history. And it was more important for me to be historic, to be legendary, to to make a um, to have a meaningful to be thought of in a meaningful way in this game than, oh, she won. Yeah. So um, that's how I ended up with the cookout. But I I won't say that I won't discredit Derek in his um, initiative to bring us all together and verbally state where everyone else, it was a thought, but verbally state to each of us that we are going to work together because that could have easily just thrown a target on his back if we weren't even thinking that. Right. But he did put his game out there and say that. And then it was, you know, it really became real and it really gave us a path when we had the plan. And so then everyone started kind of working with the plan. So I don't want to discredit anybody 
Um, I didn't walk in the door and go, hey, I've got this master plan. We're going to call ourselves the cookout and we're all going to do this. It was a collective effort on all of our parts. Just some of us had more visible roles in the cookout strategy that are highlighted when we think back on it. Absolutely. That makes sense. And talking with like Xavier and talking with Derek, it, it did seem like if you guys didn't all have that notion coming into the game that I'm going to work with like-minded people as well as I want to work to anybody that's, um, you know, a, a black person. I want to work with them. Yeah. No, I just want to be clear and go on record. I knew it was going to be more black people in the house. And my plan was not to work with them when I got there. My oh, plan wow. was, <laughs> my plan was, I don't know if they're going to be a problem or not. And that just goes for anybody. I was, I, they could be anybody. I was not going in planning that I'm going to work with people based on anything besides their desire and ability to work with me. So when I saw everybody, I was like, oh, I will not target them because I don't want to fuck up our chances. Like yeah. we've never, ha- we've none of, we always go out first. So I'm not going to have that on my hands, my conscience. Like I'm not going to do it, but I wouldn't go in like, oh yeah, oh hell yeah, we all about to rally each other up. No, I didn't. And I think it was, I think all of us were pretty much the same. Like, oh, this is great that we're all here. We don't want to mess it up for anybody, each other, but we'll just, you know, we'll try to do our best until we have to. And then that really just kind of became the thing like, okay, so we are together. But then we became like family in that togetherness. So, um, and and we still to this day, like we talk every day, love them. Look, I'm going to be honest. One of my highlights and she'll attest to this is when you guys decide to do an IG live and you mm. know, it's like you, <laughs> Derek X and, and. Aza was it? Yeah, oh, was, it was it this Aza? last one that Aza we just there. did not too yeah. long ago? Yeah. And then oh, the one with Hannah God. right before I think some people left for, for filming. Yeah. And Hannah was like, this is getting, she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not old enough to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I see this is going bad. X seemed like he had had a couple drinks at that point. That's you right. Know? <laughs> That's right. Wouldn't be X to get on live without it. <laughs> exactly. But it's uh, sit there rolling. But I think. It it speaks to not only everybody's understanding of the alliance and what you guys were trying to achieve once you guys had formed that and the decisions you guys were making, especially once you put that plan out there with, you know, everybody align themselves basically with right. the person, make that the duo that's oh, that visible. So smart. And then because we see alliances every season in Big Brother and most of them make it about three weeks and then they implode. <laughs> But for the fact that you guys were able to keep it together, even with some conflict like with you and Big D, um, that you guys were able to keep together and get to the final six makes it probably one of the more successful alliances in Big Brother history, in my opinion. There's a genuine connection that we have. And and yes, our our um, culture um, brought us together, but we stayed together besides that. Through our just, it was just a genuine love that we were learning to have with each other and sharing each other's stories, relatable stories and connecting in a way that um, only we could connect with each other and wanting no matter what for us outside of that game, outside of that house for us to still be able to live successful lives, to still be grateful for the opportunity that we had. And um, I I think that 
we were just, we would have worked together um, throughout it, even if money wasn't involved, like, because we wanted to see each other. We wanted to have that feeling of getting there. And I think that's kind of like where I lost my game almost. Like I was so focused on the six of us getting to the end. Like that for me was my winning moment. And so while X was sitting here just living his best life until six and (laughs) and planning on our demise and how he was going to take the money, (laughs) you know, we were up there. Me and Hannah were just so focused on like, oh my God, okay, we get us here. We do this. And, you know, but I don't have any regrets. Um, uh, maybe I do wish I would have won. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's one regret. I mean, like talking to X, he he realized like that you were his real competition yeah. that season, and if you were there, he his odds of winning went dramatically down. So uh, yeah, I yeah, that mean, was dumb. He shouldn't have realized that. I don't know what made him realize that. <laughs> that was uh, for that was dumb for a lawyer to just look at me and assume I'm in the way. <laughs> he should not have thought that I was not a problem. I was not. <laughs> he I, mean, should, I think we should do it again and he should try it and see and just just see if I really would have won the money. Then what? Maybe maybe next time you pick up, you know, Derek's way of playing, you know, take a lot of naps, just not, you know, <laughs> win much, you know, and see yourself as not a threat at that point. I am not threatening. <laughs> <laughs> your look, your political social is top notch. Next level. Yeah. Oh my I mean, gosh. Look, I don't compare many people to Danielle Reyes because she's the one who got me into Big Brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. And I, I personally think you're on the very same level as any of the greats. That's very kind. It's hard to see yourself. Well, for me, I don't know. It's hard to see yourself the way other people see you, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, thank you. I'm just this regular person, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but I did feel that I connect with people Way before Big Brother and and like you, I am in healthcare. and I'm in healthcare because I want to be in healthcare, And I do think that me connecting with people helps me in my business. And I did expect my connection with people and the way I connect with people to help me in Big Brother. Oh, 100 percent. I think I think healthcare and sales is one of those things where you oh, yeah. automatically get a connection with someone is not car sales, but you know, more like I was thinking car sales, but I had to, I'll say, well, maybe he's talking about pharmaceutical sales. Yeah. Like something like that (laughs) where it's long game sales. (laughs) Not, not let's close them right now. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So after big brother happens, um, it it didn't seem like it was that long till USA to, or USA came around. It seemed like it was was a couple months. Yeah. Um, maybe six. Yeah. But we got the call for it right away. I might have been out of the house 40 days. Oh, wow. Wow. Was I it know. was it something you were interested in off top like you knew Hell about the no. challenge? <laughs> <laughs> I can appreciate that. Yep, I can yep. appreciate that. <laughs> no, didn't had not even seen an episode. Mm. Oh shit, so you get the call what's the first thing you go do? Watch an episode? Hell yeah. Call everybody else. Hey, they said this is confidential, so don't say nothing. Did you get an email from Buneman Murray? <laughs> <laughs> so we had like kind of like an inkling that it was going to happen because we remember 
they started showing a lot of Derek talking about the challenge, mm-hmm. like, oh, how he loves CT and all this other yep. stuff. You know what I mean? And we're like, Big oh, D? Yeah. yeah. Oh, OK. I wasn't involved in those conversations because I didn't care. Like live feeds and stuff. Yeah. OK. Yeah. All and right. they were t- showing him talking about. It. So we kind of were like, oh, they're going to start pulling a lot heavier from Big Brother outside of just like, you know, Polly and Natalie. And OK. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They pulled the hell out of my cast. They said, uh, come on. Y'all, yes. y'all, let's go. Well, you guys did. You guys made a great show on Big Brother. Now come over here and redo it again. <laughs> well, and that's what I was we going to ask. If, if, did you know everybody that was going to be on USA? And if you would have known it would have been so many people from your cast, would you have still accepted? Let me look at my contract. Am I supposed to know that I knew all of those people <laughs> that was going to be there? I can know. It's too, it's over now. Okay. Yeah. I knew they were all going to be there. <laughs> Oh my god. The reason I was asking is because when when we talked to Xavier, obviously he's in a different situation with winning Big Brother. He goes, if I would have known that and he says if he would have known that all the people from 23 were gonna be on there, he probably would have thought differently because it created a target. Okay, so let me say something. I understand what he means by that because when I committed, there were not certain people on the show. Right. Mm-hmm. I when by the time I committed and Xavier, the same thing, when we committed to that, it was like there were three other people who weren't even we didn't even know were going to be there. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, you know, it can I think that even had I known and Xavier, shut up, you were still going to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Even had I known before I said yes, I still probably would have said yes. And so right. would it, and so would have Xavier. So I don't care what he says. <laughs> he might have been doing it just for the camera. You know what I mean? He but just, you know, he's a big shot lawyer out here. You know, I would have said no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he only would have said no because he got eliminated fast. And I guarantee you, had he stayed longer and then he came on here and told you, he'd be like, yeah, I'd have still went, but you know, I'd have did something different. <laughs> I did. Yep. I mean, we, I did find it interesting that he, he caught the blowback he did from like Alyssa and Derek as we fast. We all as, found that interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially with as close as their relationship was in the house, um, yeah. the Big Brother house. But obviously people felt scorned and, and didn't want to, you know, handle that. But with getting the call on the challenge, what, what made you decide, hey, this is something I want to do? I think it's just coming fresh from playing a game. and such a a long game that you your brain is still operating in game mode and so it's like here's my opportunity to be able to play another game um and so when I got the call and then finding out that other people are going to and then you kind of just want to in your mind if you didn't win for me it was like okay this is my opportunity to do something different or um see if I actually am the gamer that I think I am and have another opportunity at it. Because one of the things you're thinking in the house is what opportunities are going to come from this. And so here is another opportunity. So getting a call to do the first season of the challenge right after getting off of BB was like, um, almost kind of like a confirmation that we needed. Like, are we really, do we really make good TV? Are we really that good? And I think mm-hmm. CBS wanted to see it too. Like, let's put them on something else and see if they actually have. But no, they know. They know we got it. We got this they shit. Don't. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. But 
<laughs> it was it was like another opportunity to see what can come out of that. I did not know what the challenge was. I did not even want to do it. I watched a season. The first season I watched, it had Natalie on it. And I remember she's in these balls. And so I think I don't know if it was I don't know who it was that was spinning her around Holy. in these balls. It was somebody mean. Oh, it was sorry. Brad. Uh, yeah. Um, who was partnered with Brad? Because because Polly was spinning Brad. It was and Kyle. So Kyle was spinning oh, Natalie. Yes. It, it Like I said, it was somebody mean. <laughs> I hope I don't see Kyle on none of these seasons. Don't even retire. Let, and, and he's spinning her so fast and her chin is getting scraped up. And I was like. Yeah, I, I'm i not going on that. Yeah. I had already signed my papers and it changed my mind. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. No, no I ain't doing I don't know. I don't know. But it was it was just an opportunity to try something different, to come out of my shell, to to um, play with friends that I had played with before in something different. For me, doing these shows, I was a kid who went to summer camp. So if you went to summer camp, then you kind of understand what I'm saying. It's like you leave home, you go off with strangers and some friends you may remember from last summer and you do all kind of fun stuff that you don't do like at yeah. home and you you make candles and campfires. And it was it's like you learn to swim better. You go kayaking, canoeing. You just do all this fun stuff at camp and you kind of want to go home because it's like you smell and the, the show, the water isn't hot and, you know, this food <laughs> sucks. But you also kind of don't want to go home because you're having fun and these are your friends and there are no parents. So that's what it is. That's what it was like for me. It was like we lived in a summer camp. We had a whole summer camp thing on Big B. And then we get to go to camp again. Like, yeah, I want to go take my phone, yeah. take my purse, take my bills, take everything. And I'm just about to go over here. But it didn't last long. They said, babe, it's not summer camp for you. It was just come see, come check it out and then go back. It was it was a joke. It was like, <laughs> did you like it, Tiff? Yes. Ha ha. Get out. <laughs> sample size you get a sample that's it yeah sample there you go everybody else they were like come in come in we've got this for you we've got that for you and i walk in they were like oh we got we got this uh leftover um granola bar <laughs> yeah, you can enjoy it <laughs> consolation prize it's about two weeks old but you'll be all yeah. right <laughs> i think i think you got did really dirty on the I first did. season of usa one I yeah. Did. yeah yeah like it was there it seemed like there was a lot of preconceived notions of what you did on Big Brother coming into this game and it just it That's what I'm saying. That's just dumb. I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing nobody else didn't do. I played the game. What I really think it was is people recognized your social gameplay and how good you are at it. Strate strategy, you know, all that, yeah. I wish I would have recognized it. I would have talked more. <laughs> <laughs> I was really so that's what made it so hard because I felt that way. Yeah. And so I tried to really downplay it and not socialize. Like, see, you th you guys think I'm a socializer and I'm not. I'm not talking. Right. Yeah. I'm not talking. Yeah. I'm not doing that. But that hurt me um, because that is a strength of mine. It's just knowing who to talk to, what to say and how to say it to them. You can't not talk like that just is so especially when you are known for socializing for your social game you're known for your connections and your relationships when you don't talk to people and that's what you're known for it's like yeah she doesn't want to work with me yeah. exactly yeah exactly and that's what i think kind of happened from the mm -hmm. outside looking in yeah they caught you at a really bad week you end up going into an elimination when you've already had an injured ankle it's seriously 
And then the elimination is all based on how strong is your lower body while you or have your an legs injured and your ankle. ankles. Yeah. <laughs> and my lower body already weak without the ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else in there doing squats. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. It doesn't look fun. Look, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. Every time they do that montage of everybody working out, I'd be that guy over there in the corner eating the chips, You'd watching be Devin, them. drinking yeah. the beer while they're working out. Playing pool. <laughs> I yep. wanted to be, I wanted to be someone else so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Tiffany, stop being you. Go be them. Work out. <sighs> and I didn't work out at all between Big Brother and the challenge. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to be there. I, I'll be there. Tiff, you going? Yeah, I'm going. How you getting ready? Shit, I'm packing. I'm packing. <laughs> Making a sandwich. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. What I would do yeah. Too. Drinking this lemon drop martini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest. I I sit on my, I sit my fat ass on the couch watching them run a marathon. I'm sitting there eating a bag of chips and some chips ahoys. And I'm like, I could do this. I could totally, totally, I totally do, do that. this. I could totally run a final. But then, I, but then I do that too. It was like the Natalie thing. I was like, yeah, I can't do that. Then I'll see something. I'll be like, I could do that. Yeah. Could do that. that ain't that hard. <laughs> that, looks that. that looks easy. Oh, <laughs> shit. I could have, I could have did that. They kicked me off. I'm at home watching. I'm like, See, they would have left me. I would I would have I could have done that challenge. I would have right? hit my stride is yep. what it would have been. <laughs> I'm sa- I would have figured it out. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Look, like honestly, my personal opinion, that whole season was mishandled. Like the yeah. whole algorithm, like nobody's getting comfortable with a partner. You got to switch up every week. It it just I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that season. They put me with Cashel. Are you kidding? Yeah. I mean, he seems like a nice guy. Nobody gave a damn if Cashel was there. I needed to be with somebody. Like, why didn't you put me with Cinco? I don't think Cashel gave a damn if he was there. Yeah, I don't think Cashel cared either. Cashel showed up a whole 24 hours late. We was all on the same plane. It was one empty bed. We said, who the hell is that? They said, oh, he came late. He came late. <laughs> he was like the riffraff of this season. I didn't even know that was a choice. Are I was going to say. <laughs> I just would have known if I missed my plane, I ain't there. I said, well, shit, I was going on the challenge. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not gonna, anymore. I was going to be there. <laughs> shit. They like, Cash, are you still going? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to go tomorrow. Like, it's a job. <laughs> <laughs> this is a privilege. <laughs> so, yeah, That's I'll actually be there. funny. I did not even know that. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow. I had to had to get some uh, more sweats. <laughs> <laughs> had to go to the barber before I came out. There. <laughs> I didn't get my hair cut. My barber had messed up. I didn't get my hair cut. I had to, I couldn't get it done. I couldn't get it cut to today. Didn't have the lineup quite right. They needed an extra day. <laughs> so, you know, we do all of that introduction stuff at the airport and the bonding and the Mm-hmm. You know, just peeping each other out. And so he missed all of that. And so you yeah. become the person that's like, yeah, the runt of the litter. And they put me with the runt. Yeah. And it was right, almost right. What, the second or third episode, if I remember right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty early on. Yeah. I said, Tyson, I'm good. He said, you're good with me. I said, Tyson, you sure I'm good? You're good. I think I had the same damn outfit on. I said, Tyson, I'm straight. <laughs> 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 he said, yeah, you're good. Well, I'm standing up there. And it's almost like I went deaf. 
I'm standing up there on the stage and I'm waiting to hear whose name it is. I said, and it's almost like you can't even think about yourself in the moment unless you really want your name called. So when you're saying, don't say Tiffany, don't say all the universe hears is Tiffany. And then I thought I heard my name and I was, and then it just went silence. And I was like, is that my name? Did he he say my name? Was it, did he call me? Do I have to go up there? Should I, should I go up? (laughs) Sit there like, (laughs) I, I, I might've been daydreaming, but did he just say my fucking name? Start looking around like, <laughs> is there another Tiffany, Tiffany who? <laughs> Cause I know you ain't talking about me. <laughs> I'm telling you, I almost needed him to say it twice. I had to hear TJ had to say it. He was mm-hmm. like, okay, come on down. Tiffany. I said, my name is not that. <laughs> last time I checked, I'm not a Tiffany. <laughs> Looking around. It's like the one time my mom came up to my school and uh, peeked her head in the class and no- nobody knew whose mom it was. And everybody in the class starts going, whose mom is that? I'm like them. I'm like, I don't know whose mom is that. Who's your mom? Who's mom? It looks like his over there. <laughs> Come on down, Tiffany. I said, where's, yeah, where's Tiffany? Where's Tiffany going down there? <laughs> Oh, fuck. oh my gosh. All right. So yeah. I've got to ask this because we always get in debates on who's the better host. Ooh. And I've heard people argue for Prost on Survivor. We we hear TJ often, but you've had the experience of sitting there with Julie and with TJ. Which one did you uh, enjoy more? I know I'm putting you on the spot here. <laughs> so here's the thing. We just feel like we are welcome with Julie. Julie yeah. welcomes us there and allows us to enter the house. She opens the door for us. So, so Julie's so warm. She's so welcome. You meet TJ. He looks like he wants you to fail. <laughs> it's almost like he's like, yeah, why did you show up here? Who sent you? What's your name? What's your What'd name you anyway? Where'd you, where'd you come from? What? What show? <laughs> big, big, big buddy. Oh, big brother. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, go on over there with your team. <laughs> You just, you don't, you, it's like, I've been eliminated twice in nan time that I shake TJ's hand. I, I'm scared to touch him. I'm scared to say anything. I'm like, all right, TJ, <laughs> bye. You know, or can I take, can I, can I say something to you? You don't, you don't know. But I will say I watch Survivor and Jeff is hilarious. I am watching this season of Survivor. Jeff is so funny. My son watches Survivor with me. And I'll tell you, my son don't give a damn about none of these shows. I'm like, Christian, I was on this show. He's like, that's nice, mom. Um, (laughs) Survivor. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, anyway, um, Survivor, he will watch. Jeff is hilarious. I do believe Jeff knows a lot about the players, the game they're playing. I think he, to me, just on the outside, because I've never been on Survivor and I've never met Jeff. If he's not as involved, he does a good job of, appearing as if he knows a lot about not the game and what's going on in the game, but connecting with the players in the game. Mm-hmm. And he's funny as hell. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do think I'm sorry, Julie and sorry, TJ. <laughs> I do feel, I do think that Jeff is a little more um, aware of more regarding the right. game, the strategy and the players um, on Survivor. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think I think Jeff is actually an executive producer he is. for Survivor. So he's like in there deep with the 
all the background work, casting, like all that stuff. So, well, somebody got to tell Jeff that he just can't be out there uh, during the uh, challenges saying, and they're, and they're doing a terrible job. They're barely even making it. Um, They're going to lose like they did last week. Uh, They're just here now because they have to be, but uh, we've got the other team over here. Um, They're kicking ass per usual, per usual. They will eat uh, food again and have much equipment. And and the losers over here will turn in um, all of their equipment. Um, They've won nothing. They are winless. I said, yep. damn, Jeff. He's savage. There's there's he a Jeff. Is. There's a Jeff Probst moment that will forever live in my head rent free. I, I can't exactly remember what season it was from. This is why we need Tony. Um, but he was like, you know, narrating the game like that, and he was talking shit to this team. And uh, I think his name, the guy's name was Jonathan. And Jonathan was like, shut up, Jeff. And Jeff was yes. like, and now I've pissed off Jonathan. It will live rent free in my head forever. He is the worst. You can be up there and look at Tiffany. Her ankles are vibrating. She's shaking all over. She's got sweat beads pouring down her forehead. She's not going to last. These challenges are hard. They're meant to break you down. It's like, okay. <laughs> He, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of that one kid at the basketball court that never plays, but is always talking shit. Yeah, that's what he reminds me of right there. Yeah, there you you go, ain't gonna yeah. make it. You ain't gonna make that basket. You can't make that basket from back there. <laughs> and you just have to tune Jeff out. Like mm. that would be difficult. Like I've always thought because I've watched Survivor uh, as well. I'm not. I haven't started watching this season yet. But oh my god, this season is amazing. Please watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to catch up. But I, I've always wondered that, like how. Like, how distracting is that? Like, when you're, like, playing the game, doing the, you know, like, if if TJ was narrating everything during the daily or, like, Julie was narrating everything during, like, the BB comps or whatever, you know, like, I, I don't know if I would be able to focus. And you know, like, it is it. hard. I do recall now that TJ was talking when me and Michaela um, were going in our elimination. And mm-hmm. I really did just have to tune him out. I knew Michaela was kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the one thing that we really noticed from that is that production screwed the pooch and yep. they showed a scene of you standing up in the stands with your with the the team, but you were still down there in the elimination. I was like, Ooh. I was like, damn, she's magical, man. She can I be am a magical a unicorn, baby. I will tell you, I I am um <laughs> I'm duplicitous. Just so you know. <laughs> I was gonna say, does she have a twin we don't know about and and they're secretly See, in the game? That's <laughs> the tiff that Tyson was voting for, you know? That's yeah. he that's was the like, one. not you. Here's another one. <laughs> Your alter ego. Your alter ego has to go. <laughs> yeah, I've always kind of looked at TJ as like that baseball coach that's always pissed off at you. Like, that's what it feels yes. like. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, but I appreciate you talking shit back to him. Like, yeah. I really did appreciate that. Like, oh, y'all saw me talking shit to TJ? I talked shit to TJ? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I'm sure TJ appreciated it. Yeah. TJ makes me... Um, Y'all don't know, but I was terrified during that challenge. I'm scared of heights. I was terrified. Mm-hmm. And TJ came out and he kind of looked at me like, are you going to try or no? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I'll yep. do it. Sure am. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> you ain't calling me a quitter today. <laughs> no. And I'm at the, I more so didn't want to disappoint him and him be like, Stop bringing your ass back here if you're not going to compete. So <laughs> I was like, 
let me let me go ahead. And then he was like, I hope we see you again. I was like, oh, he loves me. <laughs> That's the thing. You got the, you got the, the good goodbye. Yeah. Uh, I hope we see you again. Yeah. TJ's got a, a variety of goodbyes. He didn't say that shit the first season. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> I remember that. He was like, all right, Tiff. All right. So anyway, uh, Tiffany and Cashel are gone. I was like, damn, nothing, huh? Oh, my gosh. I did not think I was getting a call back. What I was going to say is after, you know, leaving Challenge USA 1 um, so early, you get the call for USA 2. Was it something you were like, yeah, I got to get redemption. I got to do better than I did last time. Or was it something you had to be sold on going back? Yes and no. I honestly was like, don't call me, don't call me, don't call me, don't call me, don't call me. Because then I wouldn't have to make a decision on if I was ready and if I wanted to go back and what right. would I have to do. I was just like, don't call me, don't call me. And uh, everybody was getting the call. And I was like, cool. I don't have to think about shit. Y'all go out there and have fun. I will be here cheering for you. And then I got the call and I was like, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess I'll do it again. <laughs> but but that is but that's when I was like, okay, Tiff, take it seriously this time. I called my trainer. I got my butt in the gym. I changed my diet. I put the drinks down. Picked my water up. I started getting my sleep on. Started training. I even took swim classes. I don't care what swim classes you take. Ain't nothing preparing you for that ocean and TJ and that horn. That no. is some different <laughs> type of life, okay? Because when we got to the dock and he says, all right, when I blow this whistle, you guys are going to jump in the water. I said, no, somebody going to have to push me. There's no <laughs> way I'm going <laughs> myself jump in this water. That is a choice. I don't choose that. Are you kidding? <laughs> Look, I want to commend them on the water choices because the water you guys swam in this season compared to last season that looked like a yoo-hoo. Oh, my gosh. That was so Ooh. nasty. I wouldn't have done that. Mm -mm. This water was way scarier. Was it? Ask Enzo, because I don't know what water he was in at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Enzo. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy for Desi this season. Jesus. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So you get the call to come back. You start training. Was it really a surprise that there were going to be challenge vets? Because it didn't seem that surprising when they all showed up on the jet skis. (laughs) Like they weren't waiting stage left. What? We didn't seem surprised. We were shocked. (laughs) (laughs) So surprised. Never knew that. Where did they come from with those jet skis? Yeah, we were surprised. We didn't know. Oh, is it more people? No, you know. (laughs) We're online to like everybody else trying to figure out who's coming, who's going to be there. And so we had heard rumors. Um, No one confirmed it. No one said like, yeah, these people are coming. And so when they showed up, it was just like, "Mm, we thought so. We thought we expected some shit like this from you riffraffs. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, and that was kind of leads into my next question, which was having done USA one where it was all previous, just CBS players with no challenge vets. And then doing this season with the challenge vets, which one did you prefer? Initially, I was not thinking that I wanted them there and I still didn't, but I did use the fact of them being there to my advantage as best as I could. I felt that I liked that they were there because it kind of helped me um, minimize any kind of threat level. 
I would people would view me as having. Um, right. So I liked the fact that they were there with the exception of how do we get them out of here? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of like mode of operations. Once you see bananas like, oh, that's awesome. He's here. How the fuck do we get him out? Now? Nice to meet <laughs> you. Go home. How do I use him and get him at the same time? Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Were there any friends that you made with the Challenge of Eds that you didn't expect to make off top? Yes. Wes and Bananas. I had no idea that. Oh, and you know what? A, a lot of them, honestly, you just. OK, maybe I'll just speak for myself. I like people. I like. Learning a lot of things about humans. And so um I use these opportunities to just get to know different types of people and whether I connect the dimensions and the levels of our connection will vary. Um, So I pretty much got along with all of them, but I didn't expect that me and Amanda, like I love Amanda. She's so crazy, but I love Amanda. We never had a problem. Um, We're very similar in um, the way we need to play the game. So it's not like, we're, we necessarily need to target each other. So she was never a problem for me. Um, me and bananas, like I love bananas. He is crazy. He gets on everybody's nerves. He bothers me. Zero. I was going to say, it did seem like y'all got along pretty well. Mm -hmm. Every time we saw you guys interacting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love him. He can, he is hilarious anytime. Um, and Wes is just so, and, and when I say this, I'm not taking, I'm not saying bananas isn't bananas is very smart. One of the things I loved about bananas being on my team was he all, he was a coach. He was able to tell me how to do things that I would not even think about being able to do. He's the reason why the blue team stayed up on that plexiglass challenge we had when it was just only me. I'm like, shit, if he would have been on my team, I would have won too, but he was able to. <laughs> tell them how to position yourselves while we were just over there figuring it out. So he's got so many reliable and useful resources for how to accomplish it or be successful at a challenge that you don't mm -hmm. think you'd be good at. And yeah. then Wes is just so strategically smart and I love the mind. So if you are smart, you probably got me sucked in. And so I just didn't know how he would receive me and I didn't know if he was playing me, but I genuinely wanted to work with him. Um, and so we did. We worked together. So I, and then Michelle, Michelle is really cool in the game. Probably won't trust her. But yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Michelle, as a person, like I get her and I uh, we do really vibe. And it's just you do you I will have unexpected relationships with people that I play games with because I live with them and we bond over something. And Alyssa, Alyssa Snyder, like I wasn't expecting us to be close, but I love Alyssa Snyder. So you you will make relationships with people that are so unexpected. So kind of to go into a game with all of this made up I'm not going to now maybe next time I might be like I'm not going to like anybody and I'm gonna try hard I'm gonna try real hard <laughs> but it ain't gonna happen it ain't gonna happen it's probably not <laughs> I was gonna say because I, I saw recently that you and Michelle connected together yeah. um out in, mm -hmm. in in Michigan and then in Detroit yep here yeah and I was gonna say one of the guys that we're we're pretty close with we actually had him on last night Pierre from Zach Nichols he, yeah, he told yeah. me, yeah, he was like, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, we're interviewing Tiffany tomorrow. And he's like, oh, I just met her the other day. You know, she's mm -hmm. super cool yes. and all that. I was like, 
small world. See? Yep. <laughs> yes. He's been trying to get me too. I'm like, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I am coming. Zach Nichols podcast. I promise I'm coming. Uh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, no, they're, they're great awesome. Guys. I love them. Uh, he's like, so we have a couple other co-hosts and one of them sick and the other one was dealing with some family stuff. So nobody made it. It was just going to be me and her. And I texted him. I was mm-hmm. like, I should have hit you up a little bit earlier. And he's like, I'm leaving the club right now. I'll be there and I'll be online in 20 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, damn, Pierre, that's super Hopped cool. Hopped on and recapped with us so it wouldn't be just us and, you know, that give it a little more dynamic. Cool. He's super cool. I love super Pierre. Super nice guy. Yeah. yeah. But I would have loved to see you and Michelle like kind of teamed up. Like, oh. I feel like that pairing would be phenomenal television. So those are things that they didn't show. I was trying to work with Michelle. Um, and I thought Michelle was trying to work with me. We seem to um, be like minded in in kind of like moving forward with the people we were we thought we were going to move forward with. Like I yeah. was really working with the Survivor Girls. I knew Michelle was too, and I didn't know Michelle the way the other Survivor Girls knew Michelle. So when Things would come up like, I don't know if we should trust Michelle. We don't trust Michelle. I was like, really? I don't think that because I never knew that she was like, right, lying. Yeah. (laughs) All the time. All the time. And so then the one time that Michelle is telling me the truth, I'm like, Michelle going to come in here trying to lie to me. I know exactly what y'all saying. Y'all right about Michelle. She is a liar. She is lying to me. She think I'm dumb. She think I'm stupid. She think I'm falling for that. Yeah, she dumb as hell. I don't, I don't even play with Michelle no more. And that was the one time she was telling me the truth. <laughs> that's how that of course, works. Yeah. yeah. That's how it always works. Every time. Who who else did that? It was, um, it was it was uh, Dusty, right? It came in and like was convinced that you were the one. <laughs> we died on Had that episode. Nothing to do. <laughs> Literally, you hadn't said shit about Dusty. Dusty's so dumb. <laughs> Dusty, Dusty really thought I had four balls in that vote. He was like, yeah, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany put four balls on me. Bro, I didn't even put one ball on you. What are you talking about? And I didn't ask anybody else to vote for you either. No, no. It it was so funny too, just watching him like name off the people he thought voted for him. And, and like the challenge is like, eh, eh. I'm like, yeah, none of those people voted for just you. Just go back to Amazing Race. That, that fucking, Come over here with that nonsense. That interview before the daily the next day where you're like, well, we got to win because I know Dusty's going to try to throw some balls. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. I slipped that in. I tried to slip that in there so fast. I don't know if y'all noticed. I never say anything during the interviews at the beginning. I'm so fucking nervous. I'm just trying to catch my breath. Everybody else has all the right lines to say. I said, y'all say them. We all getting paid the same money anyway. So I ain't about to work harder <laughs> just to get the same amount. So anyway, y'all come up with, with the shit. But as soon as it was time to say something, as soon as it was a break, I said, I know I got to hurry up because I don't want Dusty to throw no balls on me. They cut his little part <laughs> out. He was like, you know, I love you, Tiffany. They, they didn't even air that shit. They no, like, they no, didn't. They, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they were quick to show him get those answers wrong, though. They were, yeah. <laughs> so where the hell are you going? I, let me tell you, before the challenge, all Dusty kept saying, I got the answers to this. I got the answers. I know. I know these. I, I, I know trivia. Well, you it does not matter if you're not up here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you are not up here, you can't answer no questions. You can't stick to this glass. Damn. That's all you got to do is stick. 
look and that's where i think desi was really smart like you saw her pull her fucking shorts all the way up it, it, they blurred out part of it she had her shorts pulled up because she was just sticking to that skin. fucking glass mm-hmm. you needed as yeah. much skin as possible yeah yeah skin in the game yep see what i did right there <laughs> don't put me on the challenge i'm not wor- i can't do it no, no. <laughs> if i could do it anybody could do it well, and that's something I wanted to ask you about is like you did have that moment in that episode where you felt like, you know, like almost like imposter syndrome, I would say, where you felt like you didn't belong there. But I feel like we all disagree with that heavily. We think heavily. you very much belong on the challenge. What? I, look, we we don't toot everybody's horn, but we toot your horn a lot this season because yeah. you delivered on everything that we think m- tends to be missing from the challenge. Like. Tori's great and she's great in physical comps, but she's missing that like really witty and the entertainment, the entertainment factor. factor and the that's strategy. where you bring it in. And Aww. look, I know some people say Amanda brings that, but Amanda's is always on some I'm talking shit. You know, yeah. it's not just about the game. Yeah. So I think it was something that was much needed. And I was super happy that you were on the season. Aww. I hope you're on future seasons. Yeah. I mean, shoot we just put put that um just play just play it so she can hear it from the elimination when you were calling everybody out you made it onto our soundboard that's so much energy get your ass down here play (laughs) it's on our soundboard like that's how much we loved you this season really told that man if you got so much energy who in the play what's the best line of the season you got so much energy you so fucking happy you You can move around so much up there. Why don't you move around down here? <laughs> oh, it's so perfect. I'm sorry. I like Josh. I really do like Josh. I love him. But yeah, when you start talking too. and he had to vo- put a word in, I was like, Josh, just shut just the fuck shut up. up bro. Look, that's how you know Josh isn't married because a married man knows when to shut the fuck up. That part. Yep. Just- yep. I was like, who was even talking to you? <laughs> Why are you talking? <laughs> Did I, did I, did did you raise your hand? Did I call on you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was so perfect. Oh my God. I mean, look, and and it's, it's high, it's high praise in the challenge world, but it's the closest thing we've had to Devon or Coral is coming on, you know, the, the that's such a high compliment. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's not just, what you're saying in confessionals too, but it's the ad libs that you catch when you're actually doing the competition or just having a conversation with someone, which really drives it. Oh, thank you. I'm sure production feels the same. <laughs> well, I feel like production would be dumb if they didn't call you and try to get you back. I agree. A hundred percent. They wanted me to come back. Yeah, they do. They need somebody to talk all that mess and be scared at the same time. <laughs> Look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you would have gotten a call on 39. Right. Yeah. Now, this is what they're not going to do. They're not going to get me to go on MTV. They can have that. I don't want it. <laughs> not your cup of tea? I'm a CBS girl. That's I can, fair. I can appreciate that. Look, I've, totally heard, I've heard the timing on MTV is much longer, too. So Yeah, it's like nine weeks or yeah, something. I don't need nothing longer in my life. Yeah. I'm as tall as I need. I'm as tall as I'm going to get. <laughs> I can appreciate it. I can appreciate. It. Now, look, we we know nobody can confirm nor deny this, but we are very very much under the assumption that Buna Murray is trying to make the move to CBS. Mm. If that does happen, we would love to see you on there more. I think it's a natural fit. Oh yeah, absolutely. All that means is more healthy eating, more water, more gym, more swimming, more anxiety, more (laughs) heights, more jumping off buildings, more Josh. 
Could, it could mean more bananas. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. bananas okay. is mad at okay. him now too. So okay, yeah. as long as bananas is there, I'll go. Yeah, I mean, and now you guys have a common enemy. I swear on my grandfather. Yep. Oh my God, have you seen the picture floating around on social media right now? No, Josh's somebody, grandfather. Somebody took Josh's cast photo and put like the older like filter on it and was like. <laughs> And is making the judges. <laughs> well, I'll send it to you later. It, Please. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Oh my God. It's too much. The fans are hilarious. Uh, internet is unmatched. Unmatched. It's challenge fans have no shame at all. None at all. Look, I've I've done it for people we've interviewed, so I can't very say very true. Very true. Um one thing that I think Josh should have just been honest should have just been honest with, don't swear on your grandfather yeah. and just be like dude i gotta put don't a boat on you it's it's best for my game it's, i mean it's best to try to not make promises and and i'll see what i can do uh, uh let me think about it and that's in my real life because i have oh, yeah. it's it's you don't want to over promise and under deliver like don't just don't promise just nod and smile don't put me up don't vote for me. You just got to be like, no, I know. Yeah. You, you got to use those three word phrases like I got you. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. That might mean I got your name. I, my fa- You know, what my favorite is hmm. my favorite is I understand. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I understand. I understand. That's this, not a confirmation or a denial. You know, that's just a. I understand. I hear what you're saying. I, I do. love using the one on the kids. Maybe. Oh, Oh, yeah. Let me let me see. Let me think about it. I'll let you know. That's my fact. Yeah, we'll see. We Mm -hmm. will see. Okay. Yep. (laughs) We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Maybe. On next Friday. I I learned that from us. I never would tell my child like, oh, yeah, next Saturday we're going to know. I'm not. mm -mm, Mm -hmm. It's Saturday morning. Get up, rise and shine. Guess what we're going to do today? You won't know until today. I'm not making you no problem. You're not going to ask me every day. Is it Saturday? No. Damn. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning that the hard route with the youngest because I was like, oh, yeah, we're we're going to go to Target. I'll get you a Mario Kart. And he's like, every 15 Target. minutes we go Target, get Target. Mario Kart, Mario Kart. And I'm like, fuck, man, I shouldn't have promised that. That's my bad. <laughs> I set myself up for that one. You did. Yeah. You set yourself up for failure with that. And kids never forget. Nope. Especially if it's about like toys or something that they want. <laughs> like they never forget for that. real. <laughs> so, Tiffany. I guess one of my main questions on this is, is if given the call, would you come back and do the challenge again? We got to see. I never know until I get the call. That's when I make my mind up. It's been we'll see, yes right? for yes. It's been two for two. <laughs> right? You hit them with a maybe. That's right. all depend on how much money they talking. Right? Hey, that's really what it that's is true. at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, one question that I do like to ask everybody that we have on, and I'm going to ask it in two parts for you, because with your big brother fandom and now being on the challenge with the challenge. Have you gone back and watched previous seasons or no? Yes. Yes. A lot. Okay. All right. So I, 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 I will ask this then, but we'll start off with big brother. If you were going to name your Mount Rushmore for big brother, who oh. would be on it? Daniel Reyes, Dan Giesling, Derek Levasseur. How many people is it? I need five. You got three. One more. Oh, is it four? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four. Yeah. And <laughs> Tiffany Mitchell. Yes. No, there you go. <laughs> there we go. No, you have to. So it's legit. Like it's that's not even just like that's a legit answer. To be honest, I agree one hundred percent. Um, yeah, no, I think my list is pretty similar. Yeah. All right. So 
for the challenge, I will break it up with men and women because I feel like there's it's hard to compare like CT to Car Maria. You know what right, I mean? Right. So, well, I'm glad you named those two because they're going <laughs> on my Mount Rushmore. Look, if you need more help, I got a whole Rolodex of names right up here <laughs> um, for your Mount Rushmore of challenge. Who would you pick? Definitely CT. Definitely Car Maria. Cam. Mm. Yes. I feel like I need more than than one more space. I would say do four men and four women because it, it's it's hard to break it up. Yeah. In, in just two men, two women kind of thing. It, it is. Well, I definitely got to draw, throw Johnny and Wes in there. And then I really like Leo. And then let me see. Uh, Laurel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Laurel is a beast. I, I don't know. I don't want to play with Laurel. <laughs> I mean, if she's on my team, I do. But yeah, if yes. she's. Yes, yes, yes. Did, uh, hold on real quick. Did you see the treatment that Laurel gave Michelle in that last season oh, on goodness. Ride or Dies? Yes. Oh, my God. I've never seen someone clam up so quick in my life. I'm sorry. Was there a question? <laughs> was there a question? Did you ask me a question? No. Why, why are you looking like that? Was I supposed to respond? You're always so paranoid. I don't know why you're paranoid. I don't know why you're worried about me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you. I don't know. Exactly. I don't I don't know what your problem is. Yeah. <laughs> and then I need I need one more girl. Oh, I'm a I'm a go. I'm a go. Casey. I like Casey. Oh, that's a yeah, good one. Yeah. I like Casey. She's awesome. She's she's undervalued in the challenge world. She, she brings is. a lot. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Casey is. I Listen, I don't want to see her either. No. No. <laughs> Look, there's a couple women in there that I wouldn't want to go in an elimination against. Like, well, and she's, my ass. she's the, if I'm remembering correctly, she's the only one who's won both, right? Yes. Won yeah. two shows because she won Big Brother and then won she the won the challenge with CT. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy. That's wild. All right. So here to switch this up, who would you want on your team? Like, let's say you had to pick one other woman and two men. What's your team? One other woman and two men. Mm-hmm. From my Mount Rushmore? It, no, it doesn't have to be for your Mount from Rushmore. From anyone. I'm, I'm picking from my Mount Rushmore. Just give me all of them. They'll protect all, me. No, I need protection. <laughs> I like it. That's it makes sense. I need protection. <laughs> I, I want to be somewhere like, oh, you was talking about me? They talking about me. Go get them. <laughs> go get them. You, you see, this is a hall brawl. CT, go, go, go ahead. Handle that. Go handle that. <laughs> mm -mm. Go ahead, Cam. Go ahead, Killer. Take them yeah, out, right? Get this. But you know, I'll tell you, my new school BB, who I just really see, if they want to have this spot, like of coming back to the challenge and dominating, is Michaela. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent, Michaela. I don't like, see her falling off. I don't see her getting worse. I see her like just getting started. I agree. Like the only other person I'd put up there, like that's still in the season, would be Desi. But I oh, feel yeah. like Desi is such a sweetheart in real life that this this game weighs on her quite a bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like having to be deceiving and deceptive. And, and I'm sure it weighs on everybody. You know, it's yeah. got to be hard to be in that situation than come back to real life. Desi is a good, Desi is a strong competitor. Michaela to me is just very well-rounded in all aspects of her socializing, her social game, her confidence, her 
her leadership world. She just and and I played with her and you just don't get to see a lot based right. on those uh, episodes. But Desi is a full I mean, Michaela is a full, well-rounded challenger like that. If this was something she decided to take seriously. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. A hundred percent. I mean, it's not too often that a rookie comes in and we're like, who would win between her and Tori? Like we start comparing <laughs> her to Tori right off. top, yeah. And Michaela's like that one that you're like, OK, what is she going to do if she really wants to do it? You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And I hope she decides to do the flagship and all that, because I think. Same. We'd, we'd have, be having a different conversation about goats here in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I agree. A hundred percent. With that being said, I mean, that's pretty much all of my questions. I know you have your closing question that you like to ask. Mm -hmm. After everything's done, after, uh, you know, you're done going on reality TV and you're ready to close the books on all of that. What message do you want to leave behind for people? What do you want people to remember about who you are? We are all human and um, all imperfect. And so I aspire to grow and be a better person every day. Um, I try to live my life and display acts of kindness. I try to he- like heal and repair th- in a loving way. Uh, I have not always known to live like that. Um, I had to unlearn a lot of things and recondition myself and moving ahead in a positive way uh, through love and kindness has brought me a lot more peace and a lot more joy. And I've gotten a lot more back in life in that way. So I always live to inspire. Um, That is the greatest thing I can do while I'm here is to inspire someone. And, And I honestly don't think I'm like anybody to be inspiring. I, I, I told you I'm a regular, I'm a normal person. I'm not living on the moon, but I also have been through some things and I've learned some things and it's not for me to have those things all to myself. They are for me to share. So um, I just try to share what I, I have learned in the hopes that it will help someone else to not have to go out there and get wet. Like here, take this umbrella. I just told you it was raining. Right. Right. No, I love that. hundred percent. It's uh, yeah. I, I forget the exact saying. I'm going to butcher it, but it's like, uh, what's, what's your purpose is finding your, or something that's about finding what your gift is. And then your purpose in life is to give that away. To right. Everybody, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I, that's kind of the, the gist I got from what you were saying on this. And mm-hmm. I think it's something beautiful to do. And I think, Look, regardless of if you look at yourself to be inspiring or not, you are inspiring someone out there, you know, that's seeing you and, you know, they're they're going to take something from it. Yes. Women over 40 can um, compete, too. There you go. Yes. Look, I mean, there's a reason why we want to see you back. And it's not just because you're over 40. It's because you bring a a level to this game that we haven't seen in a while. And it's much needed. Thank you. I'm going to believe in me a little more. You Good. definitely, you, sh- you, you should. should absolutely. And if they call, you should say yes, but pay me more money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say just that. Yeah. Yep. Pay me. I'll come, but pay me more money. Yes. <laughs>
Well, I really did enjoy our chat today. I'm sorry it took me so long to get Aww. here, but I want I'm glad that we both were able to set aside time that we could freely speak and not be rushed. And I had a really like the vibe here. The, the It's really good. I had a really nice time. Oh, that's Thank good. Thank you so much. It's look, I, I don't want to make it weird, but I'm going to. This is a conversation <laughs> we've been looking forward to for a very long time. We're yeah. glad that we can make it finally work. Yeah. Um, I know we've been going back for like over a year on this, <laughs> trying to figure out a schedule. And don't shit. do that. Don't do that. No, that no, was, no, no. That was good the things. other tip. That, that was my assistant, Tiffany. Well, you know what? Good Same. things are meant to be waited for. You know what I mean? Yes, you have to wait true. for those. Nothing very comes true. right away. Yes, we didn't rush it. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. A hundred percent. And look, um, I, I hope we get to see you back on here. And then you. if you ever want to come on and I know you have a, a former castmate that's coming up on a new <laughs> season, you want to come on and say some words of encouragement or come talk some shit with us. You're more than welcome <laughs> okay. to at any time. Okay. Yeah. I will. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you. It's been awesome. Bye. Thank Bye. You, Bye. Bye.